How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Bit of a light show around the MCG. Jump is the theme of it. Bailey Fritch will oblige. Cody Waitman might have a thing or two to say about it as well. It is a strongly Melbourne crowd. The Demons in for a night of celebration. The fresh season starts with a previous finished with our best two teams, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, to get it underway in 2022. You're with, on AFL Nation, Anthony Hudson. Oh, we've waited for this, haven't we? And a crowd back at the MCG, as Jared said, filled predominantly with Melbourne fans. 30 seconds until the opening bounce. Dal, is there anything you, you spot early? Well, there's a few handshakes, which is a little bit unusual to start off an AFL season. Marcus Bontempelli standing next to Christian Petrarca in the middle of the MCG. That is a sight to be seen. Yes, all the main characters from when we last saw the men's season, as Jared referred to, that magical night in Perth when the drought was broken for Melbourne. They're set to battle it out in the middle of the MCG. The Premiership defence begins. English versus Gorn, and, well, English got the tap down at Trelaw, who kicked three goals in the grand final and was such an influence until Melbourne went bang, bang, bang. Free hand pass off half-back. Well, a bit loose it was from Salem. Hannon worked it back. McRae, unusually off the right boot. High spoil from Hunt. Bonsampelli in the thick of it. Couldn't handle it cleanly. It fell to Oliver eventually, who tumbled a punt to half-back. Spargo got it knowing he was going to be tackled, and he was by Crozier. Gardner then cleaned up the spillage. Gave it to Trelaw. Things come to a standstill as McRae had time to carve out a short pass to Bonsampelli. So the Bont takes the mark and eyes off the 50, but he sees Max Gorn filling the substantial hole. So he kicks, hoping for Waitman. Gorn got across, spoiled. Vandermeer, the loose handball grabbed instead by Smith of Melbourne. Off to Hunt, he bangs it back to the wing, and Bailey Williams in the right spot takes the mark. The Dogs keep the ball trapped in the front half. Williams meanders out to the right. He rifles a kick in the Waitman direction. It's too strong for him. Didn't give him much of a look and trickles harmlessly away out of play. 15 around from the behind post. So Zane Cordy's gone forward for the Ds. So there's a new look to their four line. Zane Cordy being picked up by Tomlinson and Norton out of the goal square with Stephen May. Leave of the late withdrawal from a Melbourne perspective. Cordy does the ruck work against Gorn, who's immovable. Puts the fist into it, but it's up and down. Chalor dragged down by Petrarca. The 360 boys go at it. Liberatore lost the handle on the footy. Shoveled it out toward the boundary. Hannon is there. Hooks it to a dangerous place. Got hit hard by Brayshaw. No mark taken. In the aftermath, Dunkley kicks it the wrong way. Trying to create it. It didn't work. Petrarca held up in his tracks. Viney gives it to Petrarca. Trying to find the way through. Now to Spargo. They needed one more. It's a retreating hand pass to Brayshaw to set the play up for the Demons and Brown full lead up to the wing. Expecting Ben Brown to be even more influential this year uh, with a full pre-season behind him. He goes short to Petrarca who takes the mark just forward of the wing. No score through two minutes so far. It was partially touched by Dunkley or was it? To me it was because the mark wasn't paid as it fell short. Neil Bullen couldn't handle it. He goes a second time. Help at ground level. Jordan off to Oliver. The kick will land in the goal square. Fritz flew with intent, didn't mark. It hits the ground. There's a couple of Ds. Langdon, first call, first goal. Hooked it around the corner. And Melbourne has the first goal of season 2022. 
back at the MCG. And they pick up where they left off, Nick Del Santa. Well, it was just a surge mentality, particularly off the back of the halfback flank for the Ds. But when you see Ben Brown coming to the near side in front of the members stand, full chested and taking the ball out in front of the ice from a, a, a lovely kick from Brayshaw, that's their style of football. And that's the Ben Brown that they want to see. The ability to get up the ground, create space and options for the football. Clayton Oliver working through, already had his two disposals. Petrarca's had three. And then just playing percentages, top of the goal square, and then allow the smalls to go to work. Lovely finish. Pressure was fierce through those opening forays, wasn't it? Nick Del bit... Santo for Shawl Unify, uniform experts. It, it feels frantic already, doesn't it? We're only three and a half minutes into the opening game, but it's frantic. Everybody just wanting to get a touch of the footy early. Tire power, scoreboard, your trusted tire experts. Melbourne with the first, bounce in the middle. McRae came from the wing, taken high by Gorn. Hand pass it away to English. The Dogs claim the advantage. Back to Trelaw, brings it out to the wing for Bontempelli. The Dogs mountain attack. On the members' side, Hannon led out, spoiled by Smith. That's Joel Smith who committed himself absolutely to it. Jordan wins a hard ball, shot it off to Spargo, works it on to Smith as the Demons get beyond halfway. McDonald is on the lead, has a look deep. Fritch is leading into the pocket. It'll be shallower than that, laid off to the side for Viney. Forward of the wing. Viney has a look at the targets, 25 out. He's gone in the brown direction. He's got five against him. It spills to the back. Williams shirking his way clear of the pressure. Hand passes to Daniel. Got it back to Williams, who plays the outer side for the Dogs, but it's a kick to no one. It's going to be rounded up by Hunt for Melbourne. He had time to pick it up, turn right back to the middle. He eyed off Neil Bullen immediately. And he takes the market left, half forward, can bang it if he chooses. Goes to the deepest pocket. Brown! Two bites. He had it under his control all the way, though. And Ben Brown and that southern pocket will line up. In fact, he turns straight away, fires a goal more instinctively, and he hits the mark and charges off with his fingers pointing high and collects the acclaim of his teammates. That's a couple of impressive efforts from Ben Brown, and the Ds have two goals already. On the tyre power scoreboard, your trusted tyre experts. Oh, what a superb start from the Ds. The four inside 50s already for the two goals. So if they keep at this pace, that's world record sort of numbers. And while this has all been going on, Mitch Hannon has come from the ground. It was from that previous contest in front of us from the missed, uh, missed mark after the Bonson Pally kick. So he's come to the bench in the hands of the doctors and the physios. We'll keep a close eye on him. But I love the look at their forward line. Ben Brown just did it earlier in, in front of us in regards to getting up the ground and marking. Then he can do it in the forward line. And one thing you know about Ben Brown, he will lead at the kicker. If you are in any doubt, Ben Brown will be in a position to take a mark for you. A goal every couple of minutes. It has a ring to it, it does. doesn't it? Melbourne are running hot for Ream. Steady, hot and strong. They have two on the board after five minutes of play. English gets a free kick in the middle from the ruck duel. And the Dogs with the set of clearance. Short ball for McRae. Wheels onto the left. Nurses the kick wide to the 50. Rourke Smith is onto it. Borks, nobody who was in front of him and then kicked it into the man charging at him and lost it. Jackson worked the turnover for the Deeds. He got it away to Langdon and up now to Pickett. Pickett plays the oh. southern wing to Jackson. Jackson links the hand pass to Petrarca over the top to Salem. Spreads it further afield. Now it is Langdon who hammers it forward. Fritsch was under pressure. He's tackled by Richards. He lets go of the footy and it's kicked to the boundary accidentally by Rourke Smith. It'll be thrown in left half forward for the Ds who lead it two goals to nil on the tyre power scoreboard. Your trusted tyre experts. 
Yeah, so the dogs dominating the clearances, but not much else so far. It's 4-0 at this early stage. It's 2-0 in terms of the, the goals, which is where it matters on the tyre power. Your tyre experts scoreboard. Quick kick away from Tim English as they win a fifth clearance. But again, it's Hunt who's the thorn in the side. A hand pass to Salem and then back again. Oh, Pickett! He launched himself but didn't hold it long enough. It was a mighty fly and it got the Melbourne fans on their feet again. Loose ball goes to Bailey Smith. Pickett applied late pressure. It might be downfield. It is downfield, Hutto. Yep. Nothing in it. Bailey Smith's actually given him a high five to say it's all good. And it's going to be Norton down the ground who takes the real aid free and just nurses the kick into the pocket. Tough for Shackey amongst three demons. It hits the ground. Vandermeer kept it alive. Hunter a handball. Waitman threw the head back. No real contact. And Oliver kept his head and got a handball to Langdon. They piece this together again, the Ds. Gorn takes the mark, holds up the stop sign. Wait, wait, wait. And lets the traffic pass to build up his options as he stands tall at left halfback. Elevates it high. Ben Brown's got some work to do against three. He splits the middle and does well to just break the contest. Tapped it down to Petrarca and then retrieved it himself. Hand pass wide to Langdon who enters the 50 and scraps a left foot kick onto the chest of Viney. All Melbourne players on their own. Yeah, well, the big, 40. the big concern was when Max Gorn had that mark across the half-back line. The reason he held it up is the dogs had numbers behind the football, but they were far too shallow. The kick ultimately went over all of their head, hence why the Ds could run through that next contest, get forward of the football, and then to have three or four options side forward 50 is just diabolical. 25 disposals on grand final day, an amazing 12 clearances, Jack Viney. Much love player, and he gets to enjoy all the plaudits from the crowd as he drives it through from 35 metres out directly in front. And Melbourne have three goals, straight 18, and this is just continuing on for the last half in Perth last year. The Dogs are scoreless through nine minutes on the Makita clock. Makita will be outdoors. So five inside 50s now for the Ds. The Dogs have the exact same three goals straight. So it's just their opportunities when they go forward. But uh, that's just poor transition from the Dogs' defence. I've just got a quick glimpse of that replay of the Cozzy Pickett almost mark. I think he's in the top couple. Jared, if you ask me, who would you go to the football and pay additional money to see and have a moment like that? He's right up there for me. He's got half a dozen of those, the almost mark. Yes. Yeah. Well, As he grows into his career and he starts to take them, imagine how exciting that becomes. There'll be what a day where he takes mark of the what? year and goal in the year in the one passage of play. What do you mean additional money, Del? Gorn down to Sparrow. Picket flies, didn't mark. Pritch new, crumbed, snaps and hit the post. Oh, they're all out of their seats in the members right in that in flights. Denied on this occasion. 3-1-19 to nothing on the tyre power scoreboard. Your trusted tyre experts. Daniel scoots into the back pocket. Tries to get something going to be a little creative. He finds Williams. And the next kick is just as good. Rourke Smith will mark in front of the members. Slight hesitation. Waits and then he decides to take them on. The hand pass wasn't great though. An immediate U-turn from Bailey Dale meant that his handball was under duress. And Petrarca gave it to Neil Bullen, got it back again. Another handball to Jackson as they amass the possessions. Neil Bullen goes short. They get to half forward and then Bailey Fritz just holds up for a moment. Assesses what's ahead and he likes it. Ben Brown is on the march. And he comes out and takes another grab in that forward pocket in front of the adoring faithful. In fact, the adoring faithful are 
spread all around the MCG tonight for the Dees. Dogs just really struggling to locate behind the football. They were in full control on centre wing on the far side, ball in hand, trying to create some overlap to break the lines. But as soon as it's turned over, it's the Dees in waves that are running forward and finding easy options. Ben Brown with another opportunity. Already has three marks in a goal. He'll come in, the kick will be released from just inside the 50, about 10 metres out from the boundary. Should favour his right boot, but on this occasion it doesn't. He leaves it left, so after being three from three, a couple of misses for Melbourne. They're now 3 2 20. AFL Nation for Red Energy. Move with Red Energy and Regional Development Victoria. The Bulldogs yet to score through 11 and a half minutes and haven't really looked like it. Caleb Daniel leaves the goal square. He has a couple of bounces, 40 from defensive goal. He uses it short to Rourke Smith. The Dogs are hemmed in on the southern side and Norton's a long way from home as he marks at half-back. We have Bailey Smith inboard. He's got the line for the switch if he wants. He was going to, then he balked it, sat it up. Waitman was set a task. Bowie the spoil, Langdon underneath, got it away to Hunt. He's dragged out over the boundary by Hunter. Throw it in. The dogs are all over, sorry, the D's are all over him at the moment defensively. They're actually enticing that short kick we just saw from Norton, knowing that they're able to come forward and pressure it. Petrarca did a very similar thing by hand earlier. Just stalking in. them. On the Makita clock, rule the outdoors. Boundary throw in 3-2 to nothing. Rode by Langdon. Hand passes it away. Jordan, close. It was Sparrow, close to the boundary. Gave it off to Oliver. Sends the knees inside 50. Fritch flew one-handed, brought it to ground. Keith was waiting underneath in defence, but he's popped it straight to Max Gorn. Forward half turnover. Melbourne look to build again. Most of the field in front of him. All bar three players. Scorn sets it up wide in the Petrarca direction. One-on-one -on -one with Dale, who brought it to ground. Gathers the footy against the boundary. Hand pass to Keith. Tries to find the way out again for the Dogs. Gorn is lurking. He was behind that time. Dunkley brought it to ground. Waitman swoops on it. Decisively forward, but errantly forward. He picked out Joel Smith of the Dees. Who's playing that role at the moment as that last defender. And so it was a pretty comfortable grab for him. Goes short to Stephen May. He's got great shape behind the football. That's exactly what the dogs haven't had. May sends it towards Gorn and Jackson, who are both there at the back, closer to goal. Petrarca, there's a clear path. He tried to skid it rather than perhaps get there on the full as might have been a wiser choice. He went right across the face where Keith's trying to mop up. A hand pass to Caleb Daniel, who tried to get the ball to obey his command basketball style, but it didn't come back to where he would have liked it. Instead, it went over the boundary line and out of bounds. Ed Langdon and Christian Matraka have had seven apiece. They're the leading at disposal getters for the Ds. And for the Dogs, it's McRae who's had five disposals. They lead by 20, and it could well be more. Gorn got the tap. English rusted onto the boot. Thankfully, there's three Doggies players at centre-half back. Bailey Dale got under his command. A really ugly kick forward. He'll get a second chance, but he fumbled that back into the middle. Determination all over Ed Langdon's face as he took it and turned and went searching for Ben Brown again, who stumbled and bumbled. And the ball, alas, got away from him over the boundary line. He's just living in that left forward pocket at the moment, Ben Brown. It's 3-2-20, the ball out of bounds. And the Dogs yet to score on the tyre power scoreboard. Your trusted tyre experts. Ed Langdon set quite a brilliant example with his endeavours and his determination early. Jackson wins it down. Bailey Smith underneath. He's kicked it across the 50, which is a risky ploy. Jordan worked his man, Shacky, underneath, and he goes back after it. Jordan with superior toe. Gathers the footy. Hand pass close to the boundary for Fritch. Drops it onto the left boot. Centering ball was a right idea. Salem made it better than it was going to end up, and then ran straight into Bontempelli. 
who dropped him into the turf, rock bottom. The Bont with the free kick. Chips the ball into the centre square for Chudlaw. Links it up with Daniel. The Dogs desperately need one against the flow. Out to Rourke Smith on the switch to the southern side and now to Dale. He'll set them up in the Norton direction. He's got a couple of steps on May. Slides in and marks. 50 and some from goal. Trelaw short. Norton's going to wind up from 54 metres out. Send it to the goal square. What have they got? Nothing against Gorn. He's over the top, knocking it through. As Who's hobbling off? It's Christian Salem coming from the ground. Now, he's got the left knee strapped, which he came into the game with, but he's in a lot of strife. He is hobbled to the bench, pointing at that left knee. He'll be fully assessed before he's been given any clearance to come back on. Dogs first scores a rush behind against 3-2 from the tyre power scoreboard, your trusted tyre experts. Wonder how significant that loss will be in the short and longer term for the Ds. Hunt takes the mark at halfback, one that wasn't their grand final. They link up the handball impressively. Brace short at Jordan. He's ridden the bump and the high contact. Got it to Petrarca. They are devastating when they're flowing. He finds Viney. And he just didn't quite have the radar working. In fact, it may not even score. Stays in. Let's see what sort of uh, help that gives the Bulldogs. Rourke Smith to Shackey. Short to Dunkley. Couldn't quite hang on. No free kick. So it spills to Spargo. And he can fire away at goal. There's a few arms up more centrally. has a few Demon teammates. So perhaps a, a short pass rather than a goal focus might have been better. He is not in a good way, Christian Salem. He's, uh, he's limping worse than I am uh, <laughs> as he goes during you got a race. similar injury, Hutto. 3-3-21 to one behind through 16 and a half minutes. Hopefully Christian Salem doesn't lose his next two years to it. <laughs> the kick forward from the Dogs as well, spoiled by Tomlinson on return. Hunter, though, knocked the spillage onto Chalor and back to Hunter. He'll dribble into the goal front. Waitman closing. He'll get there. No, he missed it. Had a fresh area under pressure. Shackey against the boundary. Back to Waitman. Fumbled. Drew the contact. Caught with the footy. James Jordan got him right in front of the Melbourne faithful. There's a bit of injury to insult in all of that as the Dogs blundered a golden chance. Just it's that desire. Three, three to one behind. That desire of Stephen May to never give up on that play and obviously gets a fingertip on it. Saves a, def a definite goal. Bedford warming up as they turn it over on the way out the Ds. Central kick is good to Bailey Smith from Dunkley. And Bailey Smith won't wait too long. He runs out to the right. Kicks. Watch out for Waitman to fly. It was set up for him, but he just got over the goal line and the ball fell out of his grasp and threw for a behind. So it's 3-3-21 Melbourne. Two behinds, the Bulldogs. The crowd seeing another shot of that uh, of Salem going down the race and you could hear the gasps. Seven and a half minutes gone in the Makita Ruli Outdoors clock. He does look out of business for Spitwater, tough and ready. May works the kick in short to Oliver. He's going to casually give the hand pass back to May. Thought better of it. Not a great kick to the wing. Dunkley spilt the milk, though. Richards tidies up. Got it to McRae. Swarming pressure. The same for Bailey Smith and worked over. Vining's hand pass didn't find Petrarca. Richards got in the way. And at least he forces a neutral scenario. Just got to get to quarter time with minimal damage, Del. Absolutely. So it's 19 points at the 18-minute mark. Petrarca flying through the stoppage. Rode the bump, spins away. Kicks out in the Brown direction. Keats underneath it. Oh, Brown just reached up, pitched it from him, rolled into the goal front and missed to the near side. His third shot. He's got one goal too, Ben Brown. 
And Alex Keith is saved a blush or two. That wouldn't have been a great one to give up. Three, four to two behinds. Tire power, your trusted tire experts. Well, I know everybody plays team defence. I don't like that one-on-one -on -one matchup. It's clearly not working for them at this stage. Time to change. It gets away from them on the way out. The Dees, a rush kick from Trelaw is marked by Jordan. And he's just in front of us on the logo on the wing. He plays it short to Petrarca, who's continued on his devastating form. His 10th disposal is looped up in the brown direction again. Jackson and Gorm are both the presence as well. No one could take the mark. Bailey Smith, the cleanest of all. A handball to Dale, who does no favours to Dunkley, who gets mobbed. Spargo has no room to manoeuvre, and he kicked it out of the full. First bit of luck, really, for the Bulldogs as Bailey Smith is going to take the kick. He's been one of the, the few that have had much of an influence in this opening term for the Western Bulldogs. His seventh disposal, 3-4-22 to two behinds. Out of the back pocket and up to the wing. Cordy flew, didn't mark, skimmed off the pack. To Dunkley and then to Hunter. He stepped through and the traffic just evaporated away from him, which was nice. An up and under kick. Hannon will fly, but he won't take the mark because Neil Bullen was in a much better position, had a good vantage point to see it. He marked it, he kicked it, Oliver behind the wing, and he's got plenty of options through the middle. He's gone right for the bullseye for Viney, who took it on the bump, has a look inside the 50, played it shorter for Brown on the flowing lead. He's a true set of half forward, too low for Harms, got it up, gave it to Viney, spins out of a tackle, sets the knees in the Jackson direction. He dropped the mark, tumbling backwards. It's still loose, it's socket to the goal front by McDonald. And Melbourne have left a couple out there. He misses to the near side. It's 3-5 to 2 behinds. The Dogs are flattered by 21 points on the tie power trusted tire expert scoreboard. No doubt about that. As McRae takes the mark, he turns immediately to the members' side. He tosses it up. Hannon starts from behind Brayshaw and couldn't hang on. And it's all Melbourne at the front. Neil Bullen plays it wide. Spargo, he tried to thread the needle. He couldn't. Bailey Dale was there to save the day. Quick hand off to Keith, and then there were Bontepelli, and then a left foot kick up to the wing. But it's all in a rush with no method, and that's 50. And Hannon was the villain there as he knocked it away from Bowie, who'd taken the intercept mark. And that is going to cost them a score and most likely a goal. Jake Bowie, who did a lot in his seven games, including become a premiership player last year, but he didn't kick a goal. He gets that opportunity right now from 35 metres out, just away slightly to the right. And with about four and a half minutes remaining in the opening term, which has been all one way, this is a real stinger from the Bulldogs' point of view. For the fourth goal of the opening term, Bowie, he's a highly skilled young man. And they lift him up collectively. His first goal in AFL footy is in round one in front of the Demons. The Demon faithful that are screaming his name. 4-5-29 to two behinds. Tire power kicking goals with 25% off on Kubo tyres. Well, not much going right for the Dogs, and it doesn't help when you give away an easy and an undisciplined free kick on centre wing and allowing the young man in his eighth game of football to kick his first goal in AFL football as they jog back to their position. So there's a couple of things that are clearly going wrong for the Dogs. Their forward line is collapsing up the ground, trying to support their defence. But what's ultimately happening is all of the players for the Dogs that win it on the halfback flank have got no representation, no one to kick to. That's why they're holding it up. That's why Marcus Bond and Pally's trying to create something that's not there. Allow your forwards to reset play percentages.
27 point margin English wins the tap in the middle but Oliver is onto it hand pass to Neil Bullen and Melbourne break forward again it's out to the right and good body use from Crozier to take the intercepting mark just avoid anything further Nick Del Santo for shawl uniform a unify uniform experts short to Hunter who's tucked in on the boundary and he's going backwards to Crozier inside the defensive 50 short for McRae so it's labor intensive for the dogs and no territory gained a lot of signaling a bit of leading and a lot of wondering in the dogs camp Norton's the flyer beyond halfway Joel Smith made the spoil underneath Cordy seemed to get taken high no whistle Hunter suffered the same fate ball spills clear yes there was out from the out-of-zone umpire yeah. saw what we saw that was Hunter getting collared out in out in he plays in a most curious set of circumstances Lockie Hunter look towards the 50 shallow kick for English waited for it near Bullen jarred it from his grasp then tackled him to ground it'll be a ball up it's just trying to absorb a tremendous start the D's running hot for Reem steady hot and strong underfoot Viney goes to work dragged back off the footy still went and got it but the free kick was paid to him you have it at defensive 50. What a dominant quarter from Melbourne, Dow. And it's not all based on numbers in regards to disposals. The disposal count's roughly the same. It's the 17 to 8 inside 50s and the nine scoring opportunities from it. Just devastating when they go forward, the Ds. I just wonder what the assessment will be in the Bulldogs. Coaches boxing, what they can do, what the message will be. The possession game now for Melbourne with under three minutes remaining on the clock. Brayshaw finds Tomlinson. Welcome back for Adam Tomlinson. He drives to half for Jackson and Brown both there as the big men. They flew with no success this time. Bailey Smith handballed desperately towards the boundary line and it was helped on its way involuntarily by James Jordan. We'll have a throw in. Ben Brown coming off and I reckon the Melbourne fans will be delighted with their early glimpses of Ben Brown and what a threat he can be this year. All on its way back in. English took pride position, got the tap away from Jackson, but Jackson followed up as is his way. Got it from Petrarca off to Harms, and then Bowie properly kicked it into the crowd. About 12 rows back. So the free kick is going to go to Caleb Daniel. A real hush over the MCG. Melbourne fans pretty satisfied at the moment. I don't think the Dogs fans can manage any sort of noise. Daniel trots off and then curls the kick at the last minute. Brayshaw tried to propel himself up and has given away the free advantage bait. Last opportunity here for the Dogs. Vandermeer's kick is smothered though by May, who followed up a second time. Gave it to Viney, turned at the precise moment. Gave it to Harms and off to Petrarca. They can propel out of defence. Ambitious kick for Gorm though. Got away from him and Keith. And it's over the boundary line. But any small glimpse of an opportunity for the Bulldogs is being shut down by the Ds in this opening turn. It was an aggressive kick from Petrarca out in front of Gorm, but it was the only option as the Dogs finally had some representation behind the football. 27-point margin in the Demons' favour. Up on the wing, Gorn underfoot to Petrarca, held up, and oh. holding the ball paid against oh. Petrarca. Wow. Two-man tackle. He, he, he feigned a handball. I think that's what the umpire saw, but wow. I know they're good. I'm not sure if they're that good to get out of those situations. 
even Christian Petrarca. That felt hot. English to Vandermeer. Knocked over as he took the mark. Uh, it's Ed Richards, in fact, who gets himself moving and kicks up to half forward. Dunkley takes the mark. He can spread the hand pass out to Crozier, gliding to the 50. Set sail for home, and the Dogs get there first. They desperately needed it on the way to quarter time. Listen to the crowd. Out of half back and not many Dogs fans to salute it. 1-2-8 in a hostile environment. They trail Melbourne 4-5-29. Tire power kicking goals with 25% off on Kumo tyres. In the cricket, Australia has taken a fourth wicket at Karachi. Pat Cummins removed forward alarm caught behind. Four for 284 in the 121st over around the grounds. For Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Well, that goal was all set up from the Ed Richards kick and the really aggressive kick through the middle of the ground, which ultimately gave them some space on the far side. And then Hayden Crozier, you spoke about him pre-game, Hutto, and his inability to get back into the team late last year. Well, this is what he does bring to the team. The ability to kick long-range goals. He's really aggressive as a halfback. Margin is back to 21 points. Gorn wrote it out well, got the tap, but it goes the Bulldogs' way out of the middle. A rush kick forward from Dunkley. It suddenly had Bontempelli in the frame. Smith did enough. Loose ball gathered by Viney. Left foot kick across the body, back to the wing. Melbourne well placed. Sparrow controlled it in the air, got it to ground, off to Petrarca. He wobbled one. It was partially knocked down, so the mark not paid to Richards, and he finds himself engulfed in a tackle from Neil Pullen. And in the end, the umpire has to break them up with the whistle. So a ball up, 40 seconds remaining in this opening term. Time for Melbourne, or maybe even the Dogs, a rust kick from Trelaw away from the stoppage. Pat capsized. It fell to Jordan right in the centre circles. Off to Brayshaw. Tumbling left foot kick. Crozier. Handball to Trelaw. Watch out, Pickett was coming. He tried oh. to control the kick, but a step ahead was Tomlinson. Read the play well, then fumbled. Hannon clocked down to 25. Loose ball. Dunkley free kick to the Dogs. And it's going to the former D. And now Dog in Mitch Hannon. Start a start, then he kicks along the line for Bontempelli. One-on-one with Brayshaw, he prevails in the air. Ten seconds, can he go the journey? 52 metres, he instead goes for Waitman and fell over on the side. He's got a free. He's got a free. And this last 90 seconds has proved very telling as Waitman will line them up from 15 to 20 metres out directly in front. There was zero contact. Zero. Joel Smith was in a terrible position going back, so he, he was trying to avoid contact and avoided all contact with Waitman. Spot on, Jared. Bizarre free kick. And it cost them a goal. And so, bizarrely, it's the Bulldogs that had the momentum as we head to quarter time, and they come from everywhere to join in the celebrations with Waitman. A dominant quarter or 96% of it from Melbourne. But at the end, there's 15 points splitting them. It's 4-5-29 to 2-2-14. Tire power kicking goals with 25% off on Kumo tyres. Goal kickers, Viney, Langdon, Bowie and Brown for the Ds, while Crozier and Waitman for the Dogs. So we've got the full thoughts of Nick Del Santo coming up. AFL Nation for Red Energy. Move with Red Energy and Regional Development Victoria. That quarter on AFL Nation was for tyre power. Save on Kumo. Storewide Super Sale now on.
When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.